I'm not gonna start this off again by saying some BS about how, oh, I haven't been able to keep track of everything and get in entries like I want to. I've just had so much going on, and it is finally nice to be able to sit down and talk about one of the many things that I've been putting on my list of entries to make. Uh, new things have been coming out, and I've been watching them, and I've been putting them on the list, and even older things that are like, oh, I'd, I'd like to talk about this a little bit, and I just haven't gotten to actually sit down and do anything yet, and it feels nice to finally have a little bit of time to talk about a couple of things. Uh, what I've been doing a lot of, really, is getting into all of the shows that we've been getting over the course of May and June. We've gotten a lot of good stuff that's been coming out, especially June. June was a big month for TV shows and shows that we all love and appreciate. Things like The Umbrella Academy, The Boys. But one that I want to talk about right now is one that I feel gets a lot of attention but I also feel like it doesn't get enough, almost. Like, it does feel like um, this deserves a little bit more credit than a lot of people probably don't give it. And I'm talking about an HBO original called Barry. Now, Barry is already on its third season. Its third season just ended. It's already been new renewed for its fourth season, and I can't wait for it because... It is phenomenal. The The writing and the acting for this show is just so good. And I've loved it since episode one. And the fact that this season totally like flipped everything up on its head is just something I'm just... I'm here for and I appreciate it so much. Now, I might spoil a few things. Again, we're already up to the third season. If you're not caught up... Where, especially with third, the third season, their last episode aired mid-June. So if you're not caught up with it, I do apologize. But you should definitely sit down with it, especially if you have not watched it at all yet, because it's fantastic. So here's the premise. The premise is a ex-military Marine who was um, dishonorably discharged doesn't know what to do with his life so he is taken up by somebody who like knew his father i guess he's another ex-marine guy i can't remember off the top of my head if he was a marine or not but he picks him up and he says you know what you're gonna be able to make a living out of doing this so he becomes an assassin so he spends years being an assassin and then he just kind of at some point decides he doesn't want that to be the rest of his life so what he decides to do instead was to join acting classes so he could become a television actor. That's <laughs> such a funny premise. And what's even better is that it's just, it's created by um, this guy, Alec, uh, what's his last name? Alec, um, Alec Berger, Alec Berg. I think it's Alec Berg and Bill Hader. Now, I'm hoping a lot of you know who Bill Hader is because he not only was he like a real big piece of SNL history and like he's SNL alumni, but he is hilarious. He's such a funny actor. He does a lot of impressions. I'm a huge Bill Hader fan and I've loved him since his SNL days and I've loved almost everything he's in. I love the fact that he played Alpha 5 and Power Rangers. 
I love that he played um, older uh, Richie in the It Chapter 2 film. I love, uh, he has another film with uh, Kristen Wiig called Skeleton Twins. I think that's a tremendous film. I think he's just a great actor, and almost a lot of the stuff he does is just, it's it's not anything, not even just things that he stars in, but things that he does minor cameos in, he blows it out of the water. Um, he was in the Men in Black 3 movie where Will Smith goes back in time, and he meets, uh, who does he play uh, in, um, what's the artist's name? It's one of those, like, ridiculous artists from the friggin' 70s, and he plays him, but he's actually an agent, so he's actually making fun of the artist himself. I can't believe I can't remember the artist's name, but it's just everything Bill Hader does is amazing. So, the fact that he's in this, playing not only a serious character, but also this character that... His seriousness also comes out as being kind of goofy because he's really like his he doesn't have like the social skills because all he's really known is military and killing people. Like he definitely has some form of a mental kind of social block that doesn't allow him to really come up and be a normal member of society now. Just with the premise alone, just with that premise of ex-assassin attempts to turn uh, actor is it's something that re- is really what drew me to the show. Not even just Bill Hader, but when you see some of his first um, interviews around the time where season two was just coming out and he was already, he was still kind of getting praise for season one, he's he's the writer He's the director, he's the producer, so everything about that show he touches, and it just shows how creative he can really be, and how much he can step away from it just being about comedy, because there's a lot more, I would say, drama attached to this show than there is comedy, especially as you've gotten into the third season. So now, the first two really draws out the whole comedy acting thing. He gets, he's in an acting class where he's getting trained by, um... Uh, what's his name? The the this famous actor in that universe, and his name is Gene. But the actor is played by Henry Winkler, and it's funny to see like Fonzie be a like a a mentor to this guy, not realizing oh he's he's a homicidal maniac, and it's just it, it feels like if they wanted to bloat it up and make it longer, they probably could, and it's it's one of the unfortunate areas of where we are in TV shows of what is getting put out there and the newer things and the things that are newer are now good. It makes, they're making them shorter. So like each season so far has been eight episodes. Each episode ranges from 25 to 35, 40 minutes. And that's not that long when you could easily kind of maybe, expand a little bit more if you wanted to bloat it up i don't want to say things feel rushed they definitely don't feel rushed it just feels you just feel upset that you're you're already done with it and by the time the third season was done i was like holy shit it's gonna take so long to get season four because there's three years the season two premiered in 2019 which we just got season three this april april 2022 granted i know we just went through the pandemic two years of production and trying to produce things very difficult understandable but thinking about what the future holds i'm hoping we can get some things quicker now 
than having to wait much longer because the first two seasons had very similar premieres. They had they, it was in started in March, ended in May. Started in March, ended in May. 2018, 2019. Three years later, April to June, and now hopefully with production still kind of kicking, they already got the renewal, and I already know that Bill Hader is doing his thing, getting it ready. But it just ends on such a great note, the third season, that who the fuck knows what they're going to do with the next season? Who the fuck knows what they can do with the next season? So, like I said, first season, him trying to be an actor, him stepping out of the assassin life. Second season, he's kind of stepping more into that actor role. He's really trying to get himself in there while still dealing with stuff happening on the outside, making money, trying to get away from the assassin game i guess and uh he winds up falling in love with one of the people that he takes the acting class with and then they start working together a lot and they start doing a lot of things together so he's balancing that and there's all these other little storylines that happen in the middle like her abusive boyfriend comes back and then he winds up killing his mentor's his mentor's girlfriend who turns out to be the FBI agent who was hunting him down because he is an assassin and he's killed a lot of people. So they're like, we got to find this guy. So she figures out it's him. Then he has to kill her. And he's like, holy shit, I just killed jeans, you know, the love of jeans life. And it's just, it's all these twists and turns that it takes that you kind of don't a hundred percent expect it. But even if you did, you're glad it went there. And I feel like that's really tough to kind of nail. It's also really tough to nail the comedy and the drama together. It's really difficult to make those things marry so well. And I think this show does a tremendous job at marrying those two ideas. Because you got a guy like Bill Hader who, yeah, you might look at him and think, oh, comedy because of all of his years in SNL. But, but really... Skeleton Twins is very much a more serious role for him. Um, even though he played a comedian, Richie Tozer, in It Chapter 2, that is still a relatively, you know, serious -er role in the grand scheme of things. So he does have it in him to do these more serious and more or dramatic-filled um, portrayals of characters and I feel like this show definitely shows that. It shows his range because it really it really just takes it out of the any of the comedy or any of the 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 trauma that he's going through, the character of Barry or whatever trauma he's going through because he's he's suffers from PTSD, he's struggling with his own identity, he's trying to manage and juggle the ability of hiding his secret but still managing his secret and doing acting and trying to find love and it's just all these things rolled into one and Bill Hader does a great job showing you all those emotions there's a great scene in the third season I want to say it's probably within the first three episodes I forget which one it is but it's definitely in one two or three where he goes to the girlfriend's office and he's like, you just got a show deal. I need you to put this guy on it because he needs it. He's down on the dumps. I need you to do it for me. And she's like, well, I tried, but nobody wants him. Nobody wants to work with him because he's an asshole. And he's like, well, you got to do this for me. It means my life. If I don't do this, I will die. 
And she's like, well, I've already tried doing it, and it's a no-go. I don't get why you're not understanding that. And there's this part where he's just smacking himself in the head, and then he starts shouting. There's a split second in your head where you look at that and you go, that's like something Bill Hader would do, and it would be funny. And a split second later, like not even, the second he starts screaming, bam, you got you, you get a little bit of a chuckle because it's Bill Hader doing it. And then the split second later, you realize, holy shit, he is serious. And then it turns into an even more serious moment where he continues to yell and berate her for about 90 seconds. So being able to capture those those minor details in such a simple scene just to me just shows the kind of range that a, that a guy like Bill Hader has. And it shows why Barry has been doing such a great job. It's, it's widely reviewed as being... Uh, an outstanding primetime show. HBO continues to push to want more. As long as he can still write them, then between Bill Hader and Alec Berg, and for those who may not know who Alec um, Berg or Alec Berger, or maybe even Alec, um, I forget his last name, but for those who don't know a lot of what he's done, he helped produce some things on Seinfeld, on Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, he's done some writing for movies. What is it? Writing for Seinfeld, obviously, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. But he did write something that um, took me by surprise when I saw it. What did he write? Where did he? What did he write? He wrote. Oh, he. Um, what's that movie that came out with this fucking guy, Borat? But it wasn't him as Borat. It was him as the Dictator. He wrote the Dictator. So he's the guy who wrote that movie. And if you're a Borat fan, you might appreciate that. And you might already know that. But yeah, Alec Berg definitely has some years under his belt, especially when it comes to, I would say, comedy. So seeing a guy like him with that kind of background, been in the business 30-some-odd years, however long Seinfeld goes back, and t- teaming him up with Bill Hader and then just having free range. Literally, it's one of the greatest things when I see stuff like that, when the credits roll and it's literally the same two names for the first five different um, credited roles. Director, Bill Hader, Alec Bird, or just Bill Hader, or just Alec Bird. Writer, Bill Hader, Alec Berg. Executive producer, Bill Hader. Executive, executive producer, Alec Berg. Produ- like, all, like, they have such control over this. And when you give people that are creative, that create these stories, when you give them the control to do what it is they want to do and you don't meddle with it so much, you get really, really good storytelling. You get drama that's like this. You get these sort of these sort of tales that you wouldn't probably get if you didn't give them the chance in the first place. And that's what I appreciate about this show. And I think it's fantastic. I hope it goes longer. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do after the the cliffhanger of the third season, but I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for whatever you got. I'll, I'll take anything. I'll take more Bill Hader. I, I'm a huge fan of his and I'll just, I'll keep, I'll keep soaking it up and soaking it up and eating it because I want more Barry. Barry's tremendous. Please don't make me wait three years for season four.